0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: You're about to hear what many people consider obscene language and ideas that are offensive. They are also popular. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
2: One, two, three. Bad boy. White. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah!
3: <laughs> but also, you guys are posting videos like, "Oh, we're rehearsing for the weenie roast," and we're like, "A damn weenie roast!" Mm-hmm. You guys are Blink One Eighty Two. What are you doing? Like, but then it occurred to us, oh. I guess bands really rehearse for different festivals and different situations, which we just thought, okay, you do the same old thing every time. Okay, none of that is true, and most of it didn't make any sense.
4: That
5: I can listen not only to you speak, but those, how?
6: Well, one could have gone better.
2: The Dallas Zoo shared this video of 14-year-old Zola playing in his pool, so we're sharing it with you. With apologies to
1: Cindy Lauper, gorillas, they want to have fun. Oh, gorillas just want to have fun. Don't
5: bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. You also feel like a bunch of
6: dumbasses. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Uh, White
0: people.
4: is getting a little uh,
6: out of control.
7: pass it around.
6: Keep exercising. Is Rabbit, rabbit. Now. I'm on my break right now. You can't speak to me. You can't look in my direction. You can't talk about me to other people. You can't conjure images of me in your mind. It's like a union thing.
8: Our feature presentation. How does the rabbit rabbit thing work? Because I thought I you were supposed to say it first.
6: I can't explain it to you. But I'm
8: saying you. there were other things that were said before rabbit rabbit. Does that make it null and void?
6: Look, I said "rabbit, rabbit" first thing when I woke up this morning. I see. Okay. then I played it on the air as a reminder to people who haven't spoken their first words yet. Got it. P- okay. People laying in bed, they listen to the open of the show, and then they go, "Well, I guess it's time to get up." They can they can start off the month right okay? by saying
8: "rabbit, rabbit," which means it's going to be a good month.
6: Exactly. Don't okay. don't make me explain it to you again. All right, it's so obvious. You just are at this point, you're sounding like you just don't get it. Okay. Yeah,
3: just ignorant, Kevin.
6: <laughs> Seriously.
3: Morning, everybody. It's a, a
8: brand new Kevin of It's Friday, the 1st of June.
6: I, I, uh, this is, not, I hope, not controversial. I am in favor of these four day weeks. Right? I like it. It's, uh
3: really going out on a limb there. Well, I'm just... sure you want to put it out there?
6: Not, you know, everybody's getting fired for everything these days, and I want to say something I'm going to lose my job over, but I'm just saying, working Tuesday to Friday... Yeah. ...feels like... It feels good. Chip bug. Try
3: working Wednesday to Friday.
6: (laughs) Right? that's that's the way to do it. (laughs) That's even better. Well, listen, we have a a tremendous amount of show today, including one of our favorite guests, Johnny Knoxville, stopping by later. But I, uh, you know, usually I do a thing here, but there's no better thing than... The NBA final game one last night. Oh, to, really? To get the show started here, and Dave is our uh, our nice. basketball correspondent, the King of Mexico. Hey, King. Good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? Better than Jair Smith is doing. Oh boy. Now, Kevin, mm-hmm. did you see the game? I did not. Did you hear about the game? <sighs> I did not. Oh, you're gonna love this so much. You, we how often have we done on this show? You screwed up at work. Bad. Oh, many times. Uh, millions of times, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There's there's probably not a more high-profile way to screw up than turn uh, the NBA Finals on national television. I know there were other controversies in the game, Dave. But why don't we start with that one since uh, since that was so remarkable, and you bring everybody up to speed with what happened. All right. With
5: about 30 seconds left, Kevin, the Cavs are up one point. Okay. Kevin Durant goes in for for a drive. LeBron James steps in in front of him, mm-hmm. takes a charge call.
8: Right. Gets
5: the charge call? Yes. Okay. The refs take a look at replay to see if he was in the restricted area, mm-hmm. determine that he was not in the restricted area. So then they take a look to see if it was a charge call at all. They overturn the charge call. Kevin Durant gets two free throws, tie, uh, takes the lead, really? puts momentum back in Golden State's time. Now, I thought before-
3: they tied it there. Did they? Yeah, it? he missed one of them. No? No. Because they were tied when... Okay, go
6: on. Um, w- first of all, was the call the right call? I know that's a that's a difficult one to figure out sometimes. Did Even they, in slow mo, sometimes it's hard to figure. Yeah, out. yeah. yeah well, it's, there's it's this
5: a- yeah, there's this rule where in the last two minutes, of course, because you know only the last two minutes count according to right. Kevin, right? That's true. Yeah, and according new to year. NBA as well, <laughs> you can take a look at these calls. Uh huh. Yeah, and so that's so a you,
3: new rule as of like two years ago. Yeah, so so two thousand three, two thousand
5: thirteen. A lot of people didn't understand what was going on.
6: I know it's a very controversial call, but do you think they made the right call is what I'm asking you, Dave?
5: I don't. I I thought he took the charge, and it should have never even been looked at because he was way outside the restricted area.
6: Okay, so now we're like 25 seconds left.
5: Yes. So, George Hill (laughs) gets to the line. Uh, He he gets fouled. So, there's three seconds left. Right. Warriors are up one. Okay. Hits a free throw. (laughs) And then Misses a second free throw. J.R. Smith grabs a rebound and proceeds, instead of going up and putting the go-ahead points, to pull the ball out and hold it. Instead he thought it was ahead? He thought they were mm-hmm. ahead. Oh, yeah. my God. LeBron is pleading with a,
3: move. throw the ball. Give, give it up. The he, look on his face. He
7: thought they were ahead. Yeah.
3: It was like you got a rebound for the first time in your life, and you're like,
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah but,
5: okay, exactly.
3: I'm just going to run out the clock. It I'm going to keep this
6: ball. Yeah, it exactly.
7: It
3: was the worst thing I've ever seen.
6: Well, that was a miscalculation. And by the way, wow. um, LeBron had 51 points too, Kevin. So imagine yeah. how frustrated he was to not win that one in Oakland to open the series.
3: But the very interesting part now is you see JR say to LeBron, thought we were ahead. He's on video saying yep. thought we were ahead. Yeah. Tyron Lue comes out after the game and says... He thought we were ahead. J.R. Smith comes out and I have the told... have quote. Okay.
6: Let me read the quote because I was amazed by this too because it was pretty evident to everybody that he thought they were ahead. Here's the quote. He was asked multiple times after the game and he <laughs> stuck to his explanation. Quote, I was trying to get enough to bring it out to get a shot off. I knew we were tied. I thought we were going to call timeout. If I thought we were ahead, I'd have held on to the ball and let them foul me. That's what he says. B.S. He's B-S. saving face. He's just saving face there. He's B-S. saving face you he's can throwing read his, lips. his
3: coach. Oh, you can read you can, his, can his read lips. lips and you hear the announcer say, oh, he just said, thought we were ahead. Mm. And so <laughs> everyone's retweeting that video. You're throwing your coach under the bus. What What are you doing, JR?
6: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly he's what he Yeah, if he wanted to call a
5: timeout, he would have called a timeout upon the rebound.
6: Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. It's it's just look, everybody knows that this is going to be an extraordinarily tough series for Cleveland to win. Extraordinary, yes. even harder than the last 3, okay? And they had the they had the chance and they could have and should have won that game. When you're in the position to
8: win with 3 seconds to go and you lose, boy, that hurts. That at least hurts there
5: lot. wasn't a
3: brawl at the end of the game. Yeah, so that really? that's really? in to overtime,
5: Kevin. Oh, okay. That's in an overtime and then the Warriors just came out and destroyed obliterated. Obliterated, yeah, yeah, they 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 we're on fire. They the ended up winning by ten. Yeah, wow. But with like two seconds left, Sean yeah. Livingston goes up for for a shot. And what's I don't know if you guys saw anything different, but what seemed like a normal challenge at a, at a basket, uh, Tristan Thompson gets ejected because they said that he threw an elbow. Is that right? Dead. And then everyone's trying to figure so it was out technical. What's going- and they kicked him out. They just straight out threw him out. Yeah, it was a flagrant two. They threw yeah. him out and. Everyone starts, you know, LeBron and staff are talking crap. Everyone gets together, and Tristan Thompson puts the ball in Draymond Green's face and pushes him away, so there's a scuffle. And in the meantime, Kevin Love, I don't know if anyone saw this, is coming off the bench to talk to the refs, so now there's a rule in the NBA if during a fight you come off the bench, you're automatically suspended. So, really? so dude, this is going to be crazy. It was
3: insane. The last two seconds wound up being 10 minutes, 10 minutes. because yeah. they're just all talking in- – Who's the uh, announcer? Van Gundy. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Just Half them of home. them are in the locker room. Just and <laughs> this, he was losing his <laughs> mind. It was the greatest thing. But then the meme started, and that's oh when my, God. my joy. Oh
5: poor. Which Allie had the best one.
3: <laughs> oh, some were so good. The best though is this, you see who LeBron. Is it? LeBron? Yeah. Well, you see LeBron doing this to Jr. Jr. Going like, "What are you doing?" And his hands are out this way. Somebody put a baby in his hand. I saw that. And then Drake turning around, like, Mm-mm, not interested. I it saw that. And the, I was like, I don't understand this. The quickness. Wow. That, that, wow. that vile, it was disturbing. I retweeted That's it because it's the greatest thing uh, I've ever NBA seen. NBA Twitter
5: was on fire unbelievable. yesterday. Unbelievable. My favorite one was uh, Blame It on the Ambien. Just uh, right. everything. <laughs> Just There was so much going on yesterday. Donald, Trump, you
3: out. Donald Trump is now pardoned J.R. Smith. Just unreal. Uh, oh, it was so good.
6: If, uh, if people thought this was going to be a boring series, so far they've been wrong. Because...
3: Well, <laughs> another thing too. Draymond Green, like, pumping it up. He was being such an a-hole. Oh, yeah. This just in, guys. You should have lost to the Cavaliers, who have one player. Slow your roll. Calm right. down. Right, right. Regroup. What? Calm your T's, right? Calm
6: your Calm t's. your T's. Exactly. <laughs> <Ugh>. So, uh... <laughs> I will say I was surprised. So good times for all involved? It It was was good times. I was really surprised at Steph Curry. Exactly what you were saying, too. Just one more thing after the game because, you know, they barely got away with that win against just one player. But listen to what Steph said in the locker room afterwards. Yes. Today I won. Here's my ring. I'm the winner. I won. That's it. I did well. Who did
8: well? I
2: did. (laughs) Yeah! That just is rubbing it. This
6: sounds like a real dude. That is is locker room material right (laughs) there, man. That is bulletin board <laughs> stuff right there.
8: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin DeBichio, shall we?
6: Uh, Give it up
1: for Kevin, ladies and gentlemen.
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday, so we've got keep it one hundred like we do. Uh, there's a new thing called digital license plates.
3: Do we need it? I don't.
8: We're yes. going to ask Bo Bachman today. <laughs> yes. Okay. Dave says yes. A lot of All us right. are, aren't sure.
3: Dave should not be talking about agreed. license plates. Uh,
8: agreed. A uh, brand new internet roundup. Uh, There's a preacher now who says that God wants him to have a better jet. He's had three personal Mm -hmm. private jets, but he needs a better one. If Jesus were on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey, Kevin. (laughs) I mean, that's tough to argue. Uh, The Jersey Shore recap with Omar, like we do. And Johnny Knoxville joins us in studio talking about Action Point.
3: You gonna talk about his eyeball?
8: Love it so much, of course. Okay. <laughs> How do you not talk about his but eyeball? I'm just
3: saying, it's all it's all I want <laughs> in life. We will
8: take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
5: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
3: Allie, Bean.
6: I know we're not technically on the air yet.
3: Uh huh.
6: But for the people who are up this early,
3: right? How about a little something something all right it's june which means a father's day right around the corner right sure. June 17th kevin you're a father mm-hmm. do you find that you often get father's day gifts that you're like hey thanks for that power tool
8: or really another hawaiian shirt sure yeah well not most of the time because you know your family sh- should know you
3: but they should know <laughs> you but i i think it's hard to find gifts okay. for a dad it just is because you go to the same old ones But how about this? Something I can imagine you have longed for your whole life. Not porn. No, no, that would be weird if you got your dad porn. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless you're in it and you're like, hey, dad, check out my achievements. Maybe more weird. Okay, Uh more weird. I'm sorry. That's
6: the one you want to avoid. Yeah, I'm sorry. I
3: misread that situation. How about you treat him to barbecue scented candles? Nope. A1 Meat Scents. Is uh, featuring the condiment Signature aroma. There are three to choose from, Kevin. Okay. Original meat, backyard barbecue, and classic burger. I'm afraid I'm starting to get the meat sweats. All of them made right here in the U.S. They're going to burn about 50 to 70 hours. They can be yours for just $14.99.
1: Yummy. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you, do you want to walk into a room I, and just smell what they think smells like barbecue? I would
8: like to smell barbecue.
3: Because you're gonna then eat barbecue. Right. I feel like This, is, no. this is doing a huge disservice. Correct. I need meat. Well, <laughs> I mean Except for that guy. It's very contradictory. Which do you? Which do you want? He's also. Not I need a, meat. Also okay. not talking about food. So oh, it's a completely different. Wow. Thing. A little mm-hmm. bit of a turn so mm-hmm. early. So uh, not sure if you heard about this, but over in the gaming world, uh, there's a controversial game called Active Shooter. It takes place in a high school, and you can choose to be members of the SWAT team or be the active shooter shooting up a high school. And don't worry, there's a tally right on the screen about how many students you kill or how many SWAT team members you've killed. Well, the Valve company has removed both active shooter and the developer responsible for it from its digital store before it was due to be released next week. So I think you did the right thing yeah. on that one. How wow. it even got to the point where right. that was gonna happen. That had
8: to be a lot of decisions and that costs yes. a lot of money to make oh, those games.
3: Absolutely then you have to test it, you yep. have to go through a ton of stuff. How did someone not stand up and go, hey, uh bad idea, bad timing? Really bad. Bad on yeah. every, in every way. Well, luckily, it won't be released, at least not on this platform. And great news. We now have a return of the hit series, Better Call Saul. It's going to be back for season four, Monday, August 6th at 9 p.m. Right. So you have time to catch up, maybe revisit the season finale. It's
6: a great okay. show, and I'm telling you, Michael McKeon is unbelievable on that. Un- it's the best work he's ever done in his life.
3: Um, really? <laughs> Lenny? Yeah. Lenny?
6: Yeah, yes. Come on. He he plays Bob O'Gregg's brother on the show, and he is heartbreaking. A
3: spinal tap? All right,
6: maybe maybe spinal <laughs> tap. <laughs> All right.
3: All right, I'm still holding out for Lenny. Oh, uh, Laverne and Shirley, give a call right now. No. Still, no? All <laughs> right. About, no. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Actor Tom Holland, model Heidi Klum, Morgan Freeman, probably not having his... Best birthday this year? Comedian Amy Schumer and singer Alanis Morissette. Did you guys ever?
6: No. Really? No. Let's just make a quick call since you brought it up. It is Alanis' birthday. (laughs) Never? Nope. I mean, we might as well. Might as well. Once a year, Kevin. Here we go. It's going to be worth it. it... Hello, is this India? Yes, it is. Yes, we're just calling to say thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah! It's so stupid. <laughs> so
9: stupid.
6: It was stupid the day we did it. Of course. <laughs> I love it so
9: much. And that's what's happening.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
6: Hey, T.J. O'Marcon. Good
4: morning. How was are you? Was
6: yesterday Thursday, and I missed it?
4: You did miss it. It was Thursday, also <laughs> yeah. known as my therapy day, mm-hmm. where I get, a type just, this show makes me feel so good. And I, I, I was kind of pinpointing it, yes, last night, why this show makes me feel so good. Because when they were in their 20s, everybody makes these same mistakes. Right. And acts the same way. Right. Like, now it's eight years later. They're all in their 30s. Mm-hmm. They're the same human garbage. That they've always, always been. They haven't grown up. Yeah, at all. And so we were doing, you know, the lame party machines last week. So we didn't get to do (laughs) Thursday recap.
7: (laughs) A lot Ah. of people
4: enjoyed the party machine. Listen, listen. We should have recapped it because, guys, Angelina's back. What? Did you guys hear that Angelina's back? She's great. We would know her from. I don't know really. But they hate her. Okay. So so, uh, Snooki's all upset. And this is why she's upset with Angelina.
5: The last time that I heard of you, you were talking to the tabloid saying how ugly I
6: was. That That's
3: I thought
4: we were not like true. Over that. No, you said that. You did
3: quotes. You no. were. I did not say that you that you, your lips are ugly. I. She
4: never said lips. She's like, oh snap! Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and bo- 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 by the way, both of them <laughs> have janky ass lips. Really, both of them got so the lips done. Neither should be down. talking. Neither should be talking about their lips. Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, but Ronnie. Is the king of getting second chances, so he's trying to convince Snooki here in this next clip to give her a second chance.
5: I'm not playing that girl's game. I I'm know her to a team. Game. If you want to rebuild your bridges, I'm not a Lego bitch. I'm not a Lego. A, I'm not so legoing
4: this just. girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's not legoing this girl, guys. I mean, right? You can't disagree can't, with Snooki. Can't disagree with that. You know. <laughs> She's not wrong. Um, so this next clip, DJ Polly D. Is a DJ. Mm-hmm. Pretty successful DJ. Yeah. Hey Las Vegas people and promoters, I'm a DJ too, okay? <laughs> and better and better. <laughs> yeah. And uh um he is nonstop annoying. Mm-hmm. Like non-stop. This next clip I took down from about a minute of him doing this. Rank
2: war champion! Ah! Rank war champion! war champion! 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 Rank War champion, rank War champion, rank War champion! That was a minute of that? What was he
6: saying? Yeah. Prank War
4: Champion. Oh,
3: good. Because God. I
4: guess bringing Angelina back was some sort of prank on the house. I oh. see. And he won the prank war. Okay. And he's the. Cabs are here. It's t shirt time. T shirt oh, time. God. So, my, my you know, my motto now, I'm going to change it to DJ Mark Khan, half as annoying as Polly D. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I think, nice. I think it probably works you, yeah. right? 75%. Yeah, I think, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm still annoying. <laughs> right. Come on, let's not get crazy. Okay, so. Um, all the people in the house are trying to get Angelina a second chance, and Snooki's like, okay, you know what? Let's go have some fun, and then maybe I'll give you a chance. Mm-hmm. And this is what they decide to do.
7: Meet me! Meatball day,
5: we do shots, we drink, we go crazy. And now that we have a stranger in the house, I really need it. Like, we need to get away from this. Isn't this every day? Yes!
4: <laughs> exactly! Don't they point? do that every day? <laughs> every of the sh- single day. They're just sloshed out of their minds. Yeah. And, and you're this- saying they
6: haven't grown up past their 20s. <laughs> <laughs> right? And,
4: um, okay. So Snooki further defines what is a meatball.
5: Meatball is like a lifestyle when it comes to you love drinking, you're small, you can fit into small spaces and spots. A meatball will always be honest and tell it like it is. That's what it means to be a meatball.
6: So wait, if you're over like uh, like five four for a lady, you can't be a meatball. Yeah, that's be
4: enough? us. Nice
3: chip. We're meatballs. Yeah, you guys are meatballs. Yeah. Is Brad Williams a meatball too? Uh, he I would sure. be. He sure. would be right.
4: Aww, Dude, meatballs. So
3: meatballing.
4: So lucky. <laughs> um, so so Angelina, Angelina and Snooky. They're having the time of their lives. They're just drunk off their asses. And eventually, Snooky forgives Angelina. Mm-hmm. And they start feeling up on each other.
7: Oh. Okay. Okay, well, that's so This cool. is a little bit Go of on. Right. <laughs> My boobs
4: are real. Oh, this she's
9: dreading. Let
3: the call. Oh, a sun. oh, gross. That's a raunch.
4: That's a raunch. That's a raunch. That's Dina. That's wow. Dina, the other meatball. Wow.
3: Oh, because they weren't feeling her?
4: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So she was a, a little jealous. Right.
3: Mm. Um... Yeah, that's
4: crazy, right? Remember Lisa. back in the first episode where Snicky was like, "Oh, I have kids. I miss my kids. Yes. Yep. They don't give a crap about their kids now. <laughs> They're just having the time of their lives." So Dina is a little overserved at this point in the episode, and here's uh, a very Kevin-esque clip. How dare you?
6: What's happening?
7: Is there happening? <laughs> is there things happening?
3: <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh my really goodness. How is that not the theme for what's happening now? Oh, it is. It's got right? it to be,
4: right? Oh my God, this uh just yeah. Uh, what's happening? Is there happening?
6: Is there things happening? Yeah, right? It,
4: right. <laughs> that pretty good. Uh, so she's so drunk and they're trying to have a conversation and Jay WoW is kinda like interrupting Dina and then Dina starts to get sad drunk. Oh no.
3: I know I'm annoying. I'm the worst I know that already. Who is that? <sighs>
8: what was that? Ass, what was that? What was happening? Annoying
4: ass Polly D again. Is he saying awkward? Awkward. Yeah, jackass! Wow,
8: I want to punch him in the face. Yes, right? Wow! Again, oh. DJ
4: Marcon, half as annoying as DJ Paulie mean, D. Right? 75. Oh, right. 70, I mean, yeah. oh, seventy-five yes, percent. Sorry, fifty? No, really, okay. fifty-five. Damn. Okay. Um. So now, so now, uh, the, the the entire house is like, Dina, calm down. It's okay. It's okay. So they get her outside. They sit her down by the pool, and this happens.
7: I just want to just jump in, to be honest. <laughs>
2: hmm. It's so peaceful, isn't it?
4: <laughs> Ronnie pushes her into the pool. She's oh. she's like feeling really, really down, really oh. down. And Ronnie just comes in, bam! Ronnie, you're the man. I love Ronnie now.
7: <laughs> See you guys next
6: week. <laughs> it's Kevin and be! K rock, karaoke. Call from mom. Answer it.
0: Call silenced.
6: back you guys one of our all-time favorites our old friend johnny knoxville making his return to the kevin and bean show mr knoxville how are you sir i am delicious
9: i'm so happy to be back
6: <laughs> we are so happy to see you and frankly surprised that you're alive you are able to walk you can see i just we've been dying ever since we started hearing about what you went through for this action point film that's in theaters everywhere today we just could not believe The stories we were hearing.
9: Yes. I was injured more on this film than anyone that I've ever made. And I am happy to be sitting upright and walking. uh, So, Tell us about
8: the movie. What's the plot line and and why did you get so injured?
9: (laughs) Well... I made a lot of bad decisions. Right. Um, it's based on this place called Action Park, which is undoubtedly the most dangerous theme park of all time. It existed in New Jersey in the 70s and 80s. And the owner was like, I'm not going to hassle the kids with a bunch of rules. Let's leave safety up to them. <laughs> and he did. And it was, oh, God. Crazy. Yeah. This is real life. And, and the kids that worked there, there were no adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like Lord of the Flies, but with, everyone was stoned and drunk. And the kids at work there were loaded running the rides. And so we thought it was a great world to make a movie around. And I'm the owner of the theme park. (laughs) And I test most of the rides, and I made a decision that we need to do the stunts for real. No wires, no green screen, no pads. We're going to concrete or dirt. Right, because you're a
8: serious actor. Yes. And you're going to do that from now until the end of time, right?
9: <laughs> well, I, I hope if I keep doing it, it'll be the end of time.
6: <laughs> <laughs> now, before we hear about what the recreations of the stunts you pulled on the on the movie, what happened
9: to the real park? I mean, eventually, obviously, it got closed down, but did they, did they have a bunch of injuries, a bunch of lawsuits and all that? A, a massive amount of injuries. It was also called Traction Park, Class Action Park, and <laughs> the lawyers came in and eventually shut it down. Yeah. So they shut it down. Did anyone go to jail from the original batch of people running it? No one went to jail. A lot of people went to the hospital. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, so this is
6: out there, and then did you have to like, uh, you have to pay somebody to be able to kind of recreate that and,
9: uh, and kind of d- tell their story? Well, that's a good question. That's why this was inspired. Inspired by and not ah. based upon. Ah. Gotcha. All right. Tell me about amusement park rides. What have you learned, Johnny? Well, I when they're built poorly, you're, you're going to get some great footage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and some great injuries. Yes. Which I, is what you're great at.
9: Yes. I, unfortunately, that's, that's what I'm good at. Failing. All right. Let's
6: start with concussions. How many of those on this film? Four. Four concussions. Four, Four concussions. concussions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how you received each of them because I am fascinated?
9: The a couple of, a couple of them I went night night so wow. you remember the before and then you just wake up looking at people. Wow. One of them was really bad and I, I my memory was almost erased for oh like 30 no. 40 minutes and, and and then I get back from the emergency room and and I have a little blood in my nose and I blow my nose and when I do my left eye pops out of oh. its socket. Uh, I didn't meaning know. your nose was broken. I had broken Probably, a bone yeah. in my face, face and every okay. time I blew my nose, air would go behind my eyeball and push it out.
8: Okay, so, so I stopped doing that. Oh so your my eye. God. So let's talk about that for a second. So your eye comes out.
9: Yeah. Now, now you're, you're not not hanging by the string. I stopped before it got there, but it was way past Marty Feldman. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good reference.
9: <laughs> Were you scared out of your
8: mind that you might have? ruin your eyesight i was frightened
9: i pushed i pushed i pushed it back in very quickly and it went double vision immediately it just went offline soon as it came out and i looked like a picasso painting <laughs> yeah i looked in the mirror i'm like oh my goodness
3: That's oh wonky yeah it That's was not yeah, yeah
8: so you don't have a concussion protocol
9: <laughs> do you uh no no <laughs> we push all my dangerous stunts to the last couple of weeks of the film and it was—I mean, when I did that stunt, I had a broken hand and my knee, a, bro- a busted meniscus in my knee.
3: And correct me if I'm wrong, um, and really don't because I reported this on the show. You then went immediately back to work and just said, "Oh, don't film me from that side with my wonky eye."
9: Yeah, they couldn't film the left side of my face for the last few days of oh the my film. God.
3: You didn't take some time off to say, let's make sure I can see for the rest of my life? What kind of
8: budget do you think he has? Yeah, you're right. You're on. right.
3: Good point.
6: Onward <laughs> and <laughs> forward. Hey, and Johnny's the producer on the movie, so obviously, you know, okay. he didn't want to burn cash. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the producer um, won out. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Johnny Knoxville's in studio with us on The Kevin DeBee Show. Before, before we take a quick break, the film is called Action Point in theaters everywhere. It looks hilarious. Thank uh, you. And shocking that it exists. Um, The stuff that they could get away with, obviously, was illegal back in the day of the real theme park. But... How did you get the the people making the movie to sign off on you doing these stunts that you knew you were going to get hurt doing? Why Isn't that what you hire those safety experts on the, on the movie for,
9: is to stop you from doing things that get hurt? They're just supposed to make you look like you get hurt, but not for real. Well, I mean, Jackass, we do all the stunts for real. Yeah, and... they had
8: to know who they were dealing with. Yeah, yeah.
9: there's no safety experts on my movies. <laughs> <laughs> if there are, I fire them. <laughs> That's a good policy. That's how to make it in show business, kids, right there. <laughs> All,
6: right. All right, quick break. Where with our friend Johnny Knoxville where we return on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. And we are sitting around with our friend Johnny Knoxville here on the Kevin Bean Show. The new film is called Action Point in theaters everywhere. People have been asking you, Johnny, and you were just explaining all the times you got hurt making this movie, if you're finally starting to see the light and going, you know what? May- maybe there are safer and easier ways to make a living.
9: Well, I know there's only so many chances you can take because when I do a stunt, I don't know how it's going to end. I kind of have an idea, but you don't know. So I can't do it forever, but I, I think i got a-, a few left in me. I've had so many can concussions though that that i think about that was there
8: any point in your life where you said to yourself this path that i'm on is going to destroy me and you had second thoughts about it i mean
9: um you know after i finished this film uh it was the the totality of the injuries and then i lost my mother in november oh. and, and that was that was that got me to thinking it's like i don't want to make my kids feel like i feel right now so uh i'm sorry that that was, happened. that's all right. I, Um, Thank you. So yeah, I do think about it sometimes. I'm not out of my mind. Uh, Some would argue that.
3: Right? Do you think a part (laughs) of it was you were addicted to the adrenaline to not really knowing? Um,
9: I don't know if I'm addicted to the adrenaline, but part of it is like you know. I thought about it's like, well, this is how this people like me for this, and Mm -hmm. I you know I get value from that and your brand. But one one day I'm gonna stop doing that and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I, you know, how's that going to be? I, 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 you know,
8: people but, like you as a, as an old man.
9: Yeah. So yeah, they'd like they love bad grandpa. For right. Sure. Yeah. So I, yeah, I get it, but you know, it's just, you, your mind goes a lot of places, mm-hmm. uh, because I do love doing stunts still. And I'm going to have to overcome that side of me eventually because my, the, that feeling is still there.
7: Mm-hmm. By
9: the
6: way, uh, and I know everybody is thinking this, but I just want to say it out loud and make sure you hear it, Johnny. People like you, even if you're not doing stunts, though, they think you're a nice guy and a funny guy. And people enjoy being around you and seeing you on the screen, even if you're not getting hurt.
9: Well, I mean, for it, reals. That's very that's very sweet and, uh, and very nice to hear. It's um, very
6: true. Uh, Let me ask you this, because we have talked to UFC fighters who have the right mindset in the octagon because they know they're going to get hit and they know it's going to hurt. But they have figured out a way to kind of compartmentalize that and go, hey, I've got a job to do. I'll take it even further. Some of them
8: say that they feel alive when they first get hit. Mm -hmm. Like that's what gets them going
6: and i was wondering if you have something in your mind that you are conscious of that allows you to be able to go into a situation that the rest of us would be too terrified to attempt
9: even though you know you're going to get hurt and possibly badly i would say magical thinking comes into it <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh this will be fine unless we we'll do this it'll be fine no mm-hmm. problems yeah so i can override i get scared but i over i can override that fear probably not the greatest tool to have in your pocket. True. <laughs> but fear for, for most is...
8: that fear for most people protects them.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. From their eye falling I out. I get it. Yeah. Um, how's your casting crew on uh, Action Point, Johnny? Oh man, Chris Pontius is in the movie. He steals the film. Uh wonder and you know our the casting crew, the the stunt men and women who I asked to do the stunts like I did, they were so excited by that fact. And and some of the actors stepped up like Joshua Hoover and Johnny Pemberton and Eric Menaka. They did Big stunts that they wouldn't normally do on a film, so it, it kind of that energy of action point and action park swept over the movie
8: I can see that as as most movie sets, the star has somebody else step in and do it, but if you're doing it, it seems to set the pace for everybody else
9: yeah it Makes did sense. and i didn't uh, but I had they had to really convince me they wanted to do it. Before, I would let them, because you really need to want to do it and be okay with the consequences. And also, I had a stunt guy there if they said, I don't want to do it, but they stepped up.
6: Uh, It looks so fun, and it looks so funny, too. Thank you so much. Yeah, and there's a lot of competition this summer, and this is, like, completely different from everything else. I mean, no lightsabers in this or anything, so (laughs) you're going to love it. Uh, Before we let you go, uh, Johnny, there's a feature we do on the program that I think you will enjoy very much. Kevin has a bunch of questions that he's going to ask you. Rapid fire, first thing that comes to your mind. We call it 60 seconds this time with Johnny Knoxville.
8: Uh, How many times were you suspended in high school?
6: Uh, five.
9: What's
8: the last thing you googled?
9: Um, I oh, Bull Cyclone football coach. Have you ever been
8: in a real fight?
9: Yeah, lost them all.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't asking for a record, but we'll take it. Uh, dog kisses on the mouth, yes or no?
9: I just had some. Yes. <laughs> What's the worst injury you've ever had? Either breaking my penis or my eye popping out twice in the last movie.
8: Oh, man. Uh, There's no question here, but remember that time the motorcycle landed on your penis?
9: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the aforementioned.
8: (laughs) 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 What's the most embarrassing TV show you enjoy?
9: Oh, my goodness. Maybe uh, uh, those design shows. uh, Oh,
3: like Trading Spaces?
9: No, like the Dress, Designing Dresses you, you like that. I can't remember the name of it. Too many concussions. It, is it
6: say yes to the dress? Uh, no. <laughs>
9: I can't well, remember. The
6: real answer couldn't have been as embarrassing <laughs> as that, so you look good. Tracy Action Point in theaters everywhere. We love you, Johnny. Stay safe, my friend. Thank
9: you so much. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock.
8: I mean, his eyeball came
6: out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it did. He looked okay, though. He but did. <laughs> I, just, I kept staring at the eyeball trying to figure out which one it was. <laughs> I feel like we tried to talk him out of making those choices in the future. I don't know if we succeeded because he does seem to be, as you pointed out, Kevin, addicted to pain.
8: Right, but also we love the movies, so we yes. don't really want to be successful in talking about
6: <laughs> well, it. I just don't want the guy to get hurt. That's all I'm saying. Hey, uh, you're listening to the Kevin and Bean Show here on a Friday morning. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are going to talk about the new California digital license plate option. I see a lot of problems. With this potential, sure, yeah. but Bo Bachman is already offering it over at Galpin, so we'll find out what it's all about. A brand new internet roundup is coming up, and don't forget, it's Friday. That means you get to help us pick the music just after 9 with Keep It 100 on the way at K-Rock.
8: You guys know what it's like to be a televangelist sure. and to travel the world and spread the word of God, right? Mm-hmm.
6: And you know what it's like to
8: own three private jets to take you places where you need to go okay. and then ask for a fourth that's worth $54 million. Oh,
6: that's because because they need it, so that they can spread the Word of God, huh, you're talking about this minister in Sadly, New Orleans. <laughs> <unfair. laughs> Jesse Duplantis is his name, and he apparently has... I've never heard his name before, by the way. Same. And he apparently is enormously rich and enormously popular and has been forever and ever and ever. He lives apparently, in a 300...
8: Let's see, what was it? 35,000-square-foot house, tax-free.
6: Oh. Yeah, $3 that's million. Dollars, a $3 million <laughs> house, which was paid for by donations uh-huh. from his flock, yep. Ali.
8: Mm-hmm. Now it's not enough because he needs another a fourth private jet a Louisiana televangelist is asking his followers for donations to buy a 54 million dollar private jet Jesse Duplantis runs a church outside New Orleans and also reaches out that also reaches out worldwide more than 750,000 people watch his sermons online and follow his ministry's Facebook page. He is the second prominent televangelist this year to preach the virtues of a private plane. Tony DeCoppel is here with why Duplantis
2: insists
4: he needs the jet. Tony, good
2: morning. Good morning. It's a good question because the ministry already has a jet. (laughs) Okay. They've had three, in fact, but Duplantis says he needs this new one to be able to go anywhere around the world in a single stop in order to spread the gospel to as many people as possible.
8: By the way, I... I'd like that private jet, too. Mm -hmm.
6: Can we ask for $54 million from people to send it in? Now, is he saying, and if I understand correctly, he would be correct if he were saying that ultimately it saves money if you can fly nonstop rather than have to stop in between and refuel,
8: right? Yes, Mm -hmm. but you'll hear later in the report that that's not why they do
2: it. Oh, okay. Yeah. We want that 7X. We're believing God for it. In a video posted to his website last week, televangelist Jesse Duplantis says God told him he needs the new Falcon 7X jet.
8: Do you think God said the Falcon 7X? It's very specific. Right? Yes. It's <laughs> not a new jet, but the Falcon 7X.
9: Hmm. Odd. But if Jesus was physically on the earth today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. Think about that for a minute. He'd be in an airplane preaching the gospel all over the world.
8: I mean, he wouldn't be riding a donkey. He's not wrong
6: there. Um, I feel like Jesus has the kinds of superpowers where he doesn't even need an airplane, right? (laughs) Couldn't he just have God, like, pick him up and move him wherever he wanted to go? Yeah,
8: in a a nice, nice private jet,
6: Pete. Okay. That's what's needed.
2: From his Louisiana headquarters, Duplantis is among a group of televangelists who preach that their wealth is God's will. Reaction to this multi-million dollar request has been mixed on the ministry's Facebook page. What a surprise. One person wrote, I am ashamed I ever listened to a word you had to say. Another posted, I believe Pastor Jesse will have his plane, and that is the way God has planned it. You know, I've owned three different jets in my life, and I and used them and just burning them up for the Lord Jesus Christ. Duplantis is not the first minister to preach the gospel of private flying.
8: This is incredible to me that more than one person is saying, you know what, private mm-hmm. jets the way to go.
2: Mm-hmm. If I want to believe God for a $65 million plane, you cannot stop. Me in 2015, Creflo Dollar asked his suburban Atlanta congregation for a new Gulfstream G650. His ministry settled for a used one.
8: Oh, now wait a minute oh. for a second. You think you think God wants you to have a used one? That's <sighs> embarrassing, right? Right, step
2: it up. And this past January, Texas based televangelist Kenneth Copeland announced the blessing of a new multi million dollar Gulfstream 5. Copeland and Duplantis both defended using private jets in 2015. All right. What well, do you think the reason is that they need the private jets?
8: Other than they do mention that they go to a lot of cities and it would be a lot easier to go nonstop and to have to blah, blah, blah.
6: Why do they need, Why do they need a jet? private what's, jet? What's wrong with the public transportation? I can't I can't even I can't imagine.
8: The public.
2: The two have commiserated about how they can't fly or pray with commercial airline passengers.
1: This dope-filled world to right. get in an air, get in a long tube with a bunch of demons. Right. That's exactly That's the And it's it's deadly. <laughs>
3: wow. So These are every, just, just their people. Yeah. So
8: everybody that flies a public airline Is a deadly demon. Oh my God. But they can't uh, share that space, Pete. But aren't they going to the deadly demons to provide the money for them to buy the private jet? But that doesn't mean they need to mingle. How are they supposed to pray if that plane is full of demons? That Ah.
6: sounds like the type of thing that should have been said off mic. Like (laughs) that shouldn't have been broadcast.
2: Oh, it was, and very proudly.
6: The world is in such a shape, we
2: can't get there without this. Sunday morning, I was in Boston, Massachusetts. Monday, I was in New Orleans. Tuesday, I was in Chicago. The Lord says how we treat the poor is how we're going to be judged this guy's not thrilled with the request jim wallace is the founder of sojourners a prominent christian community stories of pastors and private jets are not the best way of exemplifying what we mean by following Jesus. We don't know how much Jesse Duplantis' ministry has raised so far, and we are unable to reach him or anyone at his ministry for comment. Surprise. Duplantis says that the three planes they've owned have been purchased in cash, and he hopes to do the same with this one. If you're going to buy a private plane, then cash purchases is the way to go.
8: Now, <laughs> so now he's wrapping up the story, and the other anchors get involved in this, and Uh-oh. they um, are as outraged as everybody else.
0: And listen to this. Song. Of wow, course, is geez. there any other way, Tony DiCoppo? I applaud you for doing that story with a
6: straight
3: face.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> She's bringing the heat. Now, I don't think I... What, uh, be.
6: There is something uh, that I understand is a, a, a concept called pros- prosperity gospel, where y- whatever money you give me, meaning the church... Yes, mm-hmm. We'll come back to you tenfold. That's what they mm-hmm. tell everybody. That's ten or everybody. a hundredfold, oh, right? Yeah. And and a, and ABC TV uh, caught uh, this. DePlantis was in New York City a couple of nights ago preaching, and they were interviewing his flock as they you know went into the the this, this, um the speech or whatever, right? And every single one of them said, "Yeah, I absolutely plan to donate. Yes, I am happy to contribute money toward that jet. Yes, he needs the jet. I mean, they and all- most of these people don't have the money to donate." That could be true, yeah. yeah. But they were they were completely on board. Whatever spell they're under, they're under hard. So so
8: she continues talking to the anchor who uh, covered the story.
6: <laughs> because did I? I don't think I did. Yeah, <laughs>
0: because it's not like the minister said, I would like one, or could you help me out? But he said, I need one.
2: He acknowledges some people don't it. believe preachers should have a private jet, but he believes in using all outlets. No? All
0: right. <laughs> we'll see how this turns out. Yes,
2: yes we will.
0: <laughs> she is not having it. <laughs> no,
8: she's not, and she's right. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Okay rock
7: what's happening is there happening <laughs> is there things happening <laughs>
6: that's, that's a great point Snooky. thank you for that uh friday morning ali is here and then we'll talk digital license plates with our friend bo Bach, but apparently they're coming you guys apparently that's the new thing here in california love it so we'll find out if we need it coming up after Ali,
3: Remember when we used to uh, pick songs, then we put them on a playlist, and we talk about that playlist? Yeah, that was fun. What happened? That was a blast. Then we I just thought the stopped. listeners really enjoyed that. They we did turned, really turned enjoy it. They did really enjoy it. Um, well, it is back, you guys. We have a playlist, and we have linked it at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, at Kevin and Bean on Facebook as well. Also so, at
8: krock.com, you can
3: go. Oh, excellent. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. It's a playlist from each and every member of the Kevin and Bean Morning Show. We add a song- every week if you follow along, you just click follow on this playlist. You have new music every week from people that you may or may not like. <laughs> That's it's true. gonna be amazing. It is wonderful. <laughs> it's called That's my Jam. The playlist is back. Let's start off first with Kevin's choice this
8: week. My choice this week is Mike Shinoda who we had in recently mm-hmm. and he put out a new song called Running for My Shadow. With a singer named Grandson. Mm-hmm. If you want to follow Grandson on Twitter, he's Grandson Sucks. That's, oh. his, that's his Twitter okay. handle. But this is uh, from Mike Shinoda.
4: Running from my shadow.
6: We've that sounds great by the way. We've seen quite a bit of Mike in the last uh, few months, and of course, he was tremendous at the Weenie Rose. Do you have any idea, Kevin, what the other guys in Lincoln Park have been up to? I don't. I don't know. And are there plans for them to all work together again in some form, or is this is this the end of Lincoln Park and everybody's going off and doing their own thing? If I had
8: to guess, because of the way Mike
6: is, I would guess that he would do his. Full
8: solo thing, mm-hmm. put out the whole album tour. He's already touring everywhere. Right. Right. And then I feel like, and I'm just guessing, he would come back and they would, you know, in the meantime, they would find a singer and they would try to get Linkin Park back together. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess, but I don't know.
6: Like William Hung or somebody would just step in and take over? I mean, if it was William Hung, he'd probably do it right now.
3: Right. Good Lord. Bean, right. you're up next.
6: Uh, a band from Orange County. It's been mm-hmm. around for a number of years. They've won a bunch of awards in the county, uh, but they are starting to make a real name for themselves. I'm telling you what. If they had a competent bass player, right? <laughs> this group, Well Hung Hard, I think would be a smash hit. Not going to happen. Uh, Greta and uh, Robin. Greta Valenti and Robin uh, Davy. They're husband and wife, aren't they, Chip? Uh, they are, yes. And they are awesome By the way, they imported a new drummer last year. Chip is the bassist from K Rock. We played him a little bit on the station before. You may remember their song a couple years ago called Touch the Sky that got a lot of play. Well, they have a brand new song out right now. What's this one called, Chip? Obey. Let's hear a little bit of it. Come on with the come on, right?
1: Right. Hey, being is- I got a fun fact for you.
6: Yeah.
1: Uh, we recorded that song in a house. I tracked bass in a in a kitchen. <laughs>
6: really? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Is there like food around or just yep. all right? <laughs> good times. I, uh, I I love it. The song again is called Obey. You can find it on the Kevin to Bean that's my jam playlist at krock.com. And the band is called Well Flung Fart. <laughs> <laughs> well
3: hung heart. I'm sorry. Correct. I got that I read that wrong. It's confusing. Meant. It's uh-huh. confusing. Yeah. Um my clip is from a English singer-songwriter. His name is Frank Turner, who I have loved forever. This is his 7th studio album. It's called Be More Kind. It was released last month. Um, great tracks on it. Don't worry that the first track and then Be More Kind are two just lovely, sweet songs that just remind you of the goodness of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song I chose is more a cautionary tale, if you will. Okay, It's pretty much about why are we repeating all the bad things again in history? Why are we Redoing all these mistakes. We've been there. It talks about um, if he was from the greatest generation, he'd be screaming at his grandkids, We've already done this. What the hell is happening? It is a song called 1933 from Frank Turner.
4: The first time it was a tragedy, the second time it's a farce. Outside it's 1933, so I'm hitting the bar, but I know.
8: I love that. It sounds a lot like Green Day.
3: Don't go mistaking your house burning down for the dawn. Frank Turner, get in my hoo I love him so much. <laughs> That sounds
6: that's like a, a peppy little playlist this week, you guys. It
3: really is, and you can follow along. Again, it's at Kevin and Bean on Twitter and on Facebook. It's at krock.com. We will be updating the playlist every single week, so follow along. You're going to get new music. Other bands included in this week, uh, The Interrupters, Rufus Sol, Fiddler, Andrew W.K., and Churches. I mean, we are doing you all a favor. We're giving you <laughs> great tunes.
8: That we had nothing to do with, but we love I them. I mean, whatever. Right. Some
3: birthdays for you, Alanis Morissette, Amy Schumer, Heidi Klum, Morgan Freeman, and Tom Holland. And that's what's happening.
2: It's the Kevin
6: and Bean Show. K-Rock. I brought you a story a couple days ago right when we signed on about the new California license plates. Digital license plates, you guys. Uh, California is the first state in the nation that is making these available starting today at some auto dealerships. Texas, Florida, and Arizona are going to be right behind us. I'm very confused as to why there's anything wrong with the metal license plates we've been using for the last one hundred years in
8: california but being these are available for us for a low low 699 dollars.
6: it seems like a lot for license plate plus seven dollars a month (laughs) when i saw that galpin motors in southern california was going to be among the first dealerships in the country to offer these i said hey we should get bo bachman on the phone and find out more about it and bo joins us on k-rock right now how are you sir welcome back
1: i'm doing great good morning everyone Good morning. This is a whole
6: lot of technology for a whole lot of money, and I'm not sure we need it, but I know that you are far more well-versed in this than we are, so what can you tell us, Bo?
1: Well, it's one of those things, I don't know that we need it. So, you know, this is a cutting technology type of uh, thing, and... There are some advantages to having it. For example, um, you know, today thieves can very easily take your license plate, steal your registration stickers. So it takes care of that because it's really hardwired and hard bolted to the car. Right. Uh, You can have your own personal messages on it, so it has a little bit of character in there. Oh, so you can say Uh,
8: back, back off, a hole to the car behind you. you You Can't do that though. That's Uh, what I was hoping it would do.
1: But no, it's like when you're parked, then a message can come up or those types of things. So you can't really put messages on. (laughs) the road
6: (laughs) so in other words are are you limited to what messages you can choose like you can select from ones that are already kind of pre-typed in the license plate
1: no you can actually personalize it you can have your own logos on there whether it's a business or you know if you got permission for a sports team you just have to submit it and get it approved so it's not something that's you know offensive to people
6: oh gotcha all right so you couldn't put the f word on your license plate in other words it has to go through channels
1: that's correct. Could you okay. put I
6: want any of that? Could
8: you put you're in the fast lane, you're driving pretty slowly. I
1: <laughs> would <laughs> no? see then then yeah, then we really are to something, right?
6: Right. Well this is this is what we were initially talking about. So are you saying that you can only put the customized message on when your car is parked? In other words, you can't do it when you're out on the road, so we're not gonna be like reading like reading a Kindle every time we get on the four oh five.
1: That's correct. So, yeah, and it actually does look like a Kindle. It's got that kind of a thing, and you can reverse, you know, which is the black or white background. Um, Believe it or not, they're designing some cars now that are having messages in the front because they feel eventually people will be communicating with pedestrians and other cars and things like that. So that's on a whole different level but right now it up, no, this, this isn't to communicate
8: <laughs> that kind of thing right <laughs> this is all Lord. we need is more reading while we're driving that's I what i'm a, saying this a is a lot is of sense such
3: a complete <laughs> distraction don't we people drive bad enough this uh, seriously first rain we're screwed uh yeah, well, true. they're
1: not allowing it when you're actually driving right but let me so ask you a question about that but let
3: me ask you a question so you
8: set it up when you're stopped then does it continue when you drive or does it go back to your
6: regular license plate
1: no, nah, it goes right back to regular license <laughs> no, plates. Wow, see, that's that to be stopped for. you got to be stopped for a little while, like parked, and then the message comes up.
6: All right, what about this? This is uh, Bo Bachman on the line, the president of Galpin Motors. We're talking about the new digital license plates available at his dealerships starting today. What about this? Because one of the things that I thought that made sense is, in the event of a tornado warning or in the event of an Amber Alert or anything else where you're trying to get a, a message out to a bunch of people at one time, the license plates could be used that way.
1: Would that be while you're driving? And that, that is while you're driving, and that's one of the things that California required. And I, I think it's actually really cool, too, not because we get tornadoes out here, obviously, but it can be an emergency warning system, so every plate simultaneously would light up whatever message that California wanted to give. <laughs> oh, and, and I'm right. sorry.
8: I'm sorry. What's going to happen the first time that happens is every single one of those cars is going to get in an accident. Slam on their rigs. <laughs> right? right?
1: Well, and I was thinking, too, man, if an Amber Alert came on the car, do they think, that, you know, somebody's in that car? You know, that type of thing goes through your head. But I think that the way they're going to handle it, you know, should, uh, shouldn't should cause that confusion. But we'll see. All right, Bo, uh,
6: something else we brought up earlier in the week is you can't stop and buy gas anymore without being hit over the head with commercials while you're standing there at the pub. Are we right. heading toward a future where every car on the road is going to be advertising something because they're going to realize you've got a captive audience there and advertisers are going to pay? Great and, idea. And it's going to be in our face all the when
8: time. When you're at a red light, no one's moving.
1: Changes to a commercial. I hope not. You know, I think we're all bombarded too much with that already. So on this system, it's not like where you're stopped at a red light. You have to be stopped and parked for a short period of time, a few minutes. And then the message will pop up. So it's not going to be while you're driving and any of that kind of stuff. All right. Last
6: question for me then. Um, I feel like this is a way that the government can track our every movement. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and I also feel like somehow our information, however we have to give it to you in order to get one of these digital license plates, is then going to be shared and sold all over the world
1: well um i can understand that fear i have some of those same fears myself and yet we carry around this phone that tracks us everywhere uh cars are pretty much all going to have built-in modems very soon uh so every car will have that same uh, type of ability but you're right this license plate does have gps now there's an app on it and that's how you get the messages on it so you can turn off that gps but uh Uh, You know, no doubt that the government can come in and come in and track your phone and your car and, you know, now potentially your license.
8: Can they retroactively, like Bean likes to go in the carpool lane by himself, which annoys the rest of us. Kevin. Kevin. Can can they give him a a ticket retroactively because they realized that he was in that lane?
1: <laughs> I hope not. That's going to be a scary world if they could do that. All right? right? Good. Uh, of you, all people safety. to try
3: and pull that over on Bo, <laughs> you're, you're safe. He knows you the best, Kevin. Bo, <laughs> yeah, <no, that's> <laughs> well,
6: have you had much interest being one of the first places in the country to to make this available to
1: your customers? Have people come in talking about it or asking about it or even try to buy it? Oh, it's been crazy! I can't believe the amount of publicity. Um, it's been all over the news and, and all over the internet. We we're getting like a dozen calls a day at least on this. So there's there is a high amount of interest. We've got a lot of pre-orders uh, already. So there's businesses that want to put them as fleets on their vehicles, as well as you know individuals that want to be you know the very first of the technology and all that. So I would have have thought a lot of I would right have thought
8: six hundred and ninety nine dollars maybe would have scared a lot of people off. Just, you know, just uh, for license plate.
1: I, I'd agree. It's not cheap at all. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's those early adopters. They're willing to pay for that technology. Yeah. They have something that, you know, is, is cool in their car and something new.
3: License plate hipsters. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, license plate hipsters, exactly.
6: All right. Well, I guess we'll wait and
3: see how it rolls out and
6: see what the future uh, what the future holds for us on this technology. Uh, Bo Bachman has been our guest. He is the president of Galpin Motors. Get out there and buy a car this weekend, y'all. And thanks so much for joining us, Bo. I'd appreciate that. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Let's do a brand new Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. Hit it, Steve. Yeah!
7: <laughs> Click that mouse and open your browser. Pull up your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your viewing. Live so hard that you'll start spewing. Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. All the
6: best. Viral videos of the week at com or com, including, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of things end up on the field during sporting events. I've never (laughs) seen a goose land on a field during a baseball game. Pretty sweet. Yeah. And they kept playing because baseball. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> That's one of the videos that you can see, and then the poor goose tries to take off and crashes into the scoreboard. It was very sad. For it was awesome, minutes. because then it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. At least the goose was fine. All These right. A co- couple, uh, couple of Star Wars videos that are hilarious. This first one, who did this Kylo Ren review solo a Star Wars story? Is this a guy who has done other funny stuff in the past? Yeah,
5: they're a troop called oh, dude, Argonauts or something like that. Um, yeah, it's a YouTube channel, and they do emo kylo ren and
6: he, he reviews well, he, this video and kevin you were just saying it off the air is funny from start to finish
8: yeah and usually a five minute video can't keep my attention that long mm-hmm. i watch two and a half i go i get it and then i move on to something else but yeah. this one it just keeps delivering
6: yeah there's a lot of uh spoiler alerts if you haven't seen the new solo star wars movie yet but here's kylo ren,
7: uh, ren reviewing solo What really happened was my dad tried to join the Empire, and when an Imperial officer asks for his family name, he admits he doesn't have one. So the officer farts solo off the top of his head. He doesn't even need a second attempt, just nails it on the first try. Oh, you don't have a family? You're all alone? One might say you are solo. Listen, we all knew he was going to say solo, but it didn't need to be the first thing he said. They could have at least built it up a little more dramatically. Like, Huh, no family, huh? Let's see what kind of options we have. Ah, uh, yes, here we go. Han clanless. Han abandoned. Han sad boy. Han single player. Han over explanation. Han snow. And then my dad is all, Listen, forget all that noise. You can call me solo. And then the officer would be like, Whoa, nice. That is way better than anything I came up with. you would be known as Han Solo now and forever. God, I should have made this movie. I'd call it Solo, a name that definitely wasn't dispassionately given to my dad by some random Imperial officer. A Star Wars story.
6: <laughs> and, and that's just where it starts. Yeah, yes.
5: and, and the, the best part about this video is he is, they are spot on on the critiques of this movie. And yeah, this they are. All my problems with the movie. That's why I thought the movie was okay. But they made it funny.
3: Well, the movie. Was I love the movie. First of all, yeah, uh, it was okay. Yeah. Their name are the Arulnats. knots thank you. Amazing. Right.
6: There's a, a very funny series of videos that Wired does where they get uh, cast and crew members to answer the most uh, Google searched questions, and they did that with the cast of Solo: A Star Wars Story. So Amelia Clark and Woody Harrelson and our friend Jonas Swatamamo, whose name I can never say correctly, who is Chewbacca, they're all answering questions from Google, and this is Amelia and Jonas uh, answering some Chewbacca questions. Is Chewbacca? you a Wookiee yes a girl I think we would classify
4: Chewbacca as a man
3: in in that
4: traditional yes um, exactly in
3: what bits you were born with is
4: Chewbacca a dog I mean... Actually, Chewbacca was based on a dog that George Lucas had riding on his uh, passenger seat in his car. And when I met George Lucas, he immediately tried to put a collar on me, and uh, I escaped. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Just <kidding>. Lovely man. <laughs> what is Chewbacca's
2: language? It is shiriwook.
6: It's amazing that the guy who is Chewbacca
5: mm-hmm. does the best Chewbacca voice. Uh, excuse me. I have the best bought. Chewbac-
8: Please place. give it to okay. us quickly.
6: Okay. Nice <laughs> <said>. <laughs> As you know, this past week Starbucks closed down for a couple of hours during the day to do some racial sensitivity training. They had that incident in that Philadelphia store a couple of weeks ago. Well, uh, our friend Roy Wood Jr. from The Daily Show made his own instructional video to uh, to Starbucks employees, and I think he nailed it.
2: Finally, let's address one of our more sensitive issues: bathroom access. From time to time, Starbucks customers will need to evacuate their bowels. It's a natural part of the coffee process, but we must be sensitive about it. Uh, pardon me, may I get the code to the restroom? Oh, you ain't gonna buy nothing? You ain't got no snack, no nothing. You just think you're gonna walk up in here and take it for free? Ain't nothing in this life for free. You go outside and in the gutter. Boy, I'll call 911 on your ass before I let you ruin these white folks' toilet with that unemployed Here's a better approach. Hey, pardon me, sir. May I get the code to the restroom? Absolutely. The code is 0115. It's Dr. King's birthday. (laughs) And there you have it. Now you know how to make African Americans feel welcome at Starbucks. Thanks for watching. And remember... Don't be racist. Don't be racist. That's a good yeah. tip. good advice. Yeah. And finally, uh, if we
6: have 22 seconds to spare, <laughs> I don't know how you take The Cure's happiest, peppiest, most romantic song and make it so sad, <laughs> but this YouTuber figured out a way to do it.
7: I don't care if Monday's blue,
4: Tuesday's gray and Wednesday too, Thursday, I don't care about you. It's Friday and I'm still blue. And the weekend isn't all that great either. <laughs> <laughs>
7: well,
4: there
6: you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This segment on a happy note. <laughs> go to kerack.com or kevinabeen.com and see all the videos at Kevin and Bean's internet roundup.
4: Kevin and Bean. Later,
8: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. For the final What's Happening, every Friday, mm-hmm. we have Cat Corbett in with us.
0: Hi, you guys, exciting. there's an entire box of donuts right in front of me. There Faith. are, yes. yes. That's just rude. We How am I supposed
6: to do this? Eat them all. <laughs> who uh, who provided those donuts here on National Donut Day?
0: It's Kettled
8: Glazed. Kettled Glaze. Great donuts. They really
6: are spectacular donuts.
8: And I also want to give them a plug because they always um donate mm-hmm. as many donuts as we need for every charity event we do
3: oh wow. they
8: just say how many
3: what charity events do you do what's it called uh friends and helpers
8: thank you for asking i mean
3: jesus you be help- better at bury the lead well,
8: i didn't want to <laughs> turn it into a plug i'm just saying they're what they're, is they're Friends good and people. Helpers? it's a charity for abused women and children
3: oh that's excellent
8: friends how and helpers.org uh, long, 21 years. That's excellent. Thank you. do you. great
6: work. Any other questions? No. I oh, think yeah. that's <laughs> wonderful. Excellent. <laughs> the, uh, best kind of payola is for charity. That's what I say. Yeah.
7: what <laughs> <But> I'm saying.
3: <laughs> I
6: mean, All right. <laughs> I have a question for you guys, and I'm serious about this. What's
7: happening? Is there happening? Is
6: there
7: things happening?
6: I think that's, uh, snooky to you, Allie.
3: I, uh, I accept it, and I will take it from here. Thank you. So, the Stanley Cup Finals shift to, uh, the nation's capital tomorrow. And we had the lovely gents from Imagine Dragons doing a little pregame stuff in Vegas. Really did it up. Well, DC is not going to be shunned. What? No. They're not going to be...
8: Shown up. Shown up. Mm -hmm. Thank
3: you. Wow, that could have been a while. Um, Because they have brought out the heavy hitters. There's going to be an outdoor concert about 90 minutes before game three tomorrow with... Sting and Shaggy. <laughs> what is oh, what? that thing with Sting and it Shaggy? It is insane. Oh I'm telling you, there's something. The promotion of Sting and Shaggy showing up everywhere for the queen, for every everything.
7: Mr. Boombastic, uh-huh. baby fantastic. Uh-huh. Touch me in my back, Mr. Roll.
3: Okay. And uh, that is just a look at what you're going to get tomorrow before the <laughs> Remember game.
6: Remember the Grammys with, like, 30 minutes of the show was them singing to each other on a subway, remember?
3: It's really yep. weird, you guys. So if that's not enough for you, game four, little band called Fallout Boy performing outside the arena ahead of that game. These concerts free, open to the public. Love that. I mean, that's excellent yeah. stuff right there. And of course, uh, team intros in Vegas were done by Michael Buffer. Not to be outdone, Capitals bringing in the big guns. Wheel of Fortune host, Pat
4: Sajak. Wow. <laughs> really? He's a going hype
6: master. On. That guy. Yeah, you better watch his Twitter
0: because he's a he's a wild card on that. Oh, you
6: never is. know. You he never sure know. Is. Absolutely. Now, now, is he going to spell out the
3: names of the players or how is that going to so, work? Funny you should say that. Uh, they said they are going to have a Wheel of Fortune motif to it. So, okay. Right? Hope he gets a glass panda in there somewhere. I just hope someone buys a vowel and then Vanna's not there and he has to turn it himself. Actually do a little work, Pat. Now,
6: Kevin, when we come in on Monday, are you going to be apologizing to the Golden Knights pregame show? I don't know. It depends on how it goes. (laughs) By the way, the Golden Knights uh, pregame show for game one was horrific.
8: Game two had Imagine Dragons. Uh Wait, who was the night one? Much better.
3: It was all medieval times. They do a little
8: skit thing where they have like middle school talent show. Oh, I saw that. Yes. I didn't know what that was. It's a terrible, (laughs) terrible pregame show. So game two, they cut it in half and they put Imagine Dragons in. That made it immeasurably better.
3: Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, A little bit of trouble right now for Tracy Morgan. He, uh, He stepped in it in a interview on vulture spot he was asked if it's been cool watching tiffany Haddish's career blow up How-
4: yes sure You've been watching tiffany Haddish blow up and did you know her we're not going to go there no why?
2: Because Tiffany is not the only one. This is not Tiffany Child. This is Tracy Bargain. This is the last OG. Okay. So you might as well, if you want to ask that about Tiffany, ask that about Cedric. And ask that about craft services. Everyone that come to work every day on that show, okay. we're not going to go there. Wow.
1: Take craft craft
3: it easy. Services. You just <laughs> compared Tiffany Haddish's insane rise to fame to just, you could say the same about craft services. Oh but, but wait, I mean you oh can God. imagine
8: that he does get asked about her a lot. But I am confused
3: because
6: uh-huh. she's the co-star on the show. Right, it's not right. Like you're it's not like you're dragging up an right. old friend or something that doesn't have anything to do with the OG exactly. show. Exactly. So, Can't share the spotlight. I'm a little mm.
3: curious about this whole thing. Uh, really upset about this, Lil Ralph. He was on the Carmichael you show want to make You upset. do not want to. I have no to. idea
6: who Lil is. <laughs> He's the, uh, the funny guy. The TSA guy, guy from Get Out. F- get Out, yeah.
3: Oh! He's the guy right. I, I know that. I didn't watch oh, no. that show, though. Oh, Carmichael show is no. so good. It? was good. Oh, oh, I missed that one. So good. One. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, he posted it and said... Uh, not, not really kind things about him. He hmm. said that show would be nothing if Tiffany Haddish wasn't on it? Don't bite the hand that keeps you relevant. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, but Tracy, I mean, feel free to let the light shine on other people it's okay. too. It's all right. Doesn't lessen your role. Correct. I uh. will get everybody pregnant.
4: Uh, all
8: right. Look, now. everybody has bad days, right?
3: Everybody yeah. has bad days. So let's just, it. Yeah.
0: Story.
8: You know what I was going to (laughs) say. Make a mark or write it down or whatever you say. (laughs) I'm
0: just going to take that. that. I'm going to take that. Yes. What's going on this uh, this
3: weekend or coming up in LA? Oh, Oh,
0: gosh. Really? Yeah. Since we started with charitable stuff, let's start this uh, piece with the LAPD and L.A. Firemen's Relief Association. The 15th annual car show and safety fair is tomorrow to Pango Canyon Road. This is free. And the thing that got me was um, LAPD and LAFD demonstrations and displays. I don't know what that means, but I hope they're wearing like short sleeve shirts and take them off and stuff like that. Kat, <laughs> I don't know I'm how you
6: made this thing. into a, <laughs>
3: a sexy time thing. I you're, appreciate it. You're thinking it. A
6: bachelorette party and,
3: Like
0: firemen, firemen in L.A. Yes. Firemen, yeah. Yeah. Right? Right? Hauling those hoses. (laughs) Yeah. putting out the fires.
8: Stay on target, stay on target. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, they're going to do a raffle and a silent auction uh for uh, proceeds will benefit Widows, Orphans and Disabled Firemen's Fund, which I think is great and they're going to have classic cars there. So if you're into awesome. cars, that's right. a rad thing to do. Okay. Kind of All cars. right. That's great. Tomorrow night, uh here is doing mm-hmm. Tommy Boy. <gasps> Who here the best Sweet. doesn't love Tommy Boy crazy people i can actually hear you getting fatter that's one of my wow. favorite lines
7: coat.
0: <laughs> here is an outdoor movie uh experience where uh, most of the time you can bring your dogs and hang out and they have a uh, bands open up this is in pasadena tomorrow night starts at 5 30 centennial square at pasadena city hall chris farley david spade bo Derek. good times come on and then tomorrow as well Two of my favorite things have collided, mm. wine and and bread. All right. Oh. Uh, there are two festivals in downtown L.A., both starting at 2 p.m., L.A. Wine Fest at a place called Rowe, and then Bread Fest at Grand Central Market. Ooh. I'm like, you know what? If you just threw in the Cheese Fest, I would never leave downtown L.A. <laughs> Amen.
3: That's a trifecta right there.
0: Yeah, I'd have to put some, like, big pants on. It'd be
3: amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kat, for bringing all that to our attention. Some birthdays for you. Alanis Morissette, Amy Schumer, Heidi Klum, Morgan Freeman, and Tom Holland. And that's what's happening.
8: Thank you, Alan. you drive home today. Listen to Strikers, commercial free-for-all. A random act of helpfulness from these so-called helpful Honda dealers. Have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you on Monday morning.
6: Don't bogart that joint, my friends. Pass it over to me. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa.
4: Don't <laughs> bogart that joint,
6: my friends.
4: Pass it over to me. Wait a minute, don't get excited. For
6: Lady Boner. Don't bogart that joint. I think you're a dangerous sociopath.
7: Let's pass it around. <laughs> and don't to join my friend. <laughs> just pass it on down.
8: Pass it on down.
6: Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. What you both did today was massively
4: insensitive.
2: It turned out okay, I think.
4: No. No. Honey. No, I, I think
7: it did. Oh, no. I'm going to regret think, it for the I rest of my life. I think people liked it.
1: That's it.
4: We're done.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. We did it. I can't believe we did it! Oh no, we did
3: it. It's over.
7: Yes, I agree. Yes, today
8: I won. Here's my ring. I'm the winner. I won. That's it. I did well. Who did well?
5: I did.
9: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ.
0: I'm Kat Corbett, and I'd like to turn you on.
5: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.